All right, all right. Hi, guys. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for tuning in at 5 a.m. with Damian Dixon. I am your host. I hope you're feeling pretty good, feeling pretty strong. As you already know, this radio show where we discuss communication, communication, and more communication. So today's topic will be titled Kiss the Baby. So uh, grab your favorite smoothie, grab your favorite beverage. No, like I said, like I said, no, I care about you and I value you and I appreciate you just taking time on day to tune in. I pray you had a good week. And as I always say, man, Jesus, man, he is the truest and purest lover of your soul. Let's get started on Kiss the Baby. Okay, okay, now a quick word from one of our newest sponsors, First State Picnic. So it has been a rough year of lockdowns and restrictions and booking venues and large party reservations can be impossible when trying to celebrate birthdays, anniversaries, and anything worth coming together for, including date night. So First State Picnics provides a safe and easy and luxurious way to celebrate and gather for all your milestones. Although they are based in Delaware, First State also travels to Philadelphia and Southern New Jersey. So book today at www. FirstAidPickets.com or visit their Facebook or Instagram page. Thank you so much. All right. So uh, I think in, in times past, uh, I've mentioned my, you know, if, if there's ever, there's ever, there's ever, there's ever a topic or a place or a memory or you know, a person you're trying to avoid or a place you, where you don't want to go or, you know, there's a rock, there, there's a rock that, that, that you may not want to look under. Nine times out of ten, you probably should look, look under that rock or face that fear. So I have, I have this like reoccurring, reoccurring, what's the word? No, I'm not going to say reoccurring experience, right, since, since college. I've, I've met a lot of women, acquaintances, friends, who have all been raped or, or sexually abused or harassed or um, like just sexual abuse, just put it like that, under, under that umbrella. Um, it was a young, young girl in college, the very first young lady that I ever met, I was 18 years old and her name was, uh, Jessica. I'm not sure if it was, uh, Rachel, Jessica, something Jessica, but it, her name was Jessica. And, uh, you know, like, like I said, you know, we were, we were in the same class, uh, taking like a, a music class, which was like, you know, kind of, you, you got to have a music class. And, um, I mean, you know, she, she's not with me outside the library and just talk, like just kind of like trying to. Develop a friendship, whatever. So, she's like, "Hey, you know what? I'm, I'm kind of gonna, I'm gonna pull back." So Jessica said to me, "She's like, hey, you know, um, I'm gonna pull back, um, and and not allow you to get to know me. Cause like I said, I'll, I'll walk into her car. Um, like our, our apartment complexes were kind of like side by side. So I never went to her apartment complex. I never went to her house. We never kissed, never touched, none of that stuff. But I mean, I was just trying to develop, you know, develop a friendship." Uh, I was a freshman, you know, in college. It was the college was uh, Sam Houston State University, Huntsville. So she's like, "Hey, she's like, hey, you know, um, I'm going to pull back, right?" And uh, it was like, it was like, it was never like, "Hey, you know, there's something wrong with you." Uh, you know, maybe you're coming on too strong. Maybe you know, I'm, I'm not interested. It was none of those things. It was like, "Hey, you know, I'm going to pull back because I, I've experienced, you know, um, being being harassed or raped, you know, as as a young girl." I mean, she was the first woman to ever just verbally tell me. Like outright, hey, this is the this is what it is. So I know, thankfully, at, thankfully at that time, you know, what I'm saying she definitely spared spared um the the details. So I really wasn't listening, and I sure as hell wasn't paying attention. I mean, because like she was hot. I was like, hey, you know, I mean, I, you know, men men are visual. I was 18. Come on, you know, I really wasn't listening to what she was saying. I heard what she was saying. I, I it registered, but I wasn't like processing like and and honoring right. So of course, I, I never saw her ever again. It's crazy. I mean, we had the same class, but 
th- that class I, I never returned back to because I, I didn't want to go there anyway. But it, it wasn't rejection. It was more along the lines of, okay, you know, like if, if I see her again, I'm not going to want to, you know, respect her boundaries and, and not, you know, pursue her as just, like I said, I mean, she was very, very beautiful, you know. I was like, golly. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, she, she's definitely, like, very attractive. I was like, man, you know what, if this class, you know, if, if I go back. So, I, that was a class I never went back. I never, I literally never saw her ever again. But um, with that being said, like, since my since I turned 18 up until I'm 38 now, right? And uh, I, I've met literally the last probably 10 women that I've talked to, dated, friends, acquaintance, including my ex-wife, have been raped, or molested, or, or or touched inappropriately as a young girl, and it's like I'm I'm, I'm drawn to them. So for some range, strange reason, or they're or they're drawn to me. I have a, a close close friend of mine right now. Uh, she's she's from um, uh, Grand Prairie. Yeah, yeah, Grand Prairie. She's like South African, right? A great person, great human being, but she was raped by uh, a gentleman, and and that gentleman got her pregnant. And I'm thinking, I'm like, I mean, she's beautiful, bro. I mean, she is like, I mean, beautiful, smart. She's very stubborn, hard-headed as hell. She 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 talks a lot, talks too damn much, and she's very feisty. But but, but I mean, she's real cool, man. Uh, she she has a son. So, but I'm I'm thinking, I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. So I, as I'm listening, you know, we, we've talked kind of off and on, kind of like I said, as, as acquaintances, kind of you know, as buddies. Uh, but I'm like, but this, this morning. It literally hit me, and I mean, she, she's telling me the story indirectly, because uh, like I mean, like on the side, she does like part time work on the side, and she she's like a Uber driver, and she was she had she had two passengers in the car, and somehow the topic of abortion came up, right? And and you know you know molestation and rape, like, like when is the right time for a woman to not go go through an abortion, right? Is it the, the the six week mark or is it before you know you know far as how how, how certain men are are, are setting the ways and telling t- telling a woman you know what what they can or cannot do? So uh, I think it was a gentleman in the car, and he was talking to his daughter or a young girl. He was telling her, "Hey, you know, um, don't do this, don't do that. You know, this is what you should and shouldn't do." And it kind of triggered her. <laughs> it triggered her. Um, my close friend, I'll, I'll, I'll just say her her name was Angie. It, it triggered it triggered Angie as she driving her, the 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 um, the Uber car and, and driving them to driving them to their stop. It triggered her, right? So of course she's like, "Thank you," and you know they get out of the car and and she just kind of has a moment to where she's venting and venting. And I had no idea. I mean, like like she's angry, she's pissed. She's like, "Why the hell are men this and why are why are men so so narrow minded and I hate men like this now now, now mind you I, I'm a man okay like I'm a man and, and I, I don't believe in abortion but uh, I'm not going to tell a woman what she can or can't do I, I've never done that I, I got nieces I got I got friends I got sisters I'll never tell a woman you know what I'm saying like what she can or can do can I do with her body and people assume okay most women get abortions because they just are lazy or having sex and they just you know they don't want the baby. And she's like, you know, Angie's like, Angie's like, no, Damon, like, like that, that, that is not the case at all. And in some cases, in most cases, the the woman is either abused, raped, or molested, right? Which is, in her case, she was, uh, she was raped, right? And and of course, she got pregnant by that rapist, and now, um, she had to have an abortion, and she lost those those twin babies because you know what I'm saying she was like, hey, I don't want it, uh, I don't want them, 
um, you know, I don't love, I-, I wouldn't love them. And it'd be a constant reminder to me that, that I was raped. Now, 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 mind you, like, I'm listening to Angie talk. Like I, I've, I've, I haven't asked Angie not one question. Like, I don't know how we even got on the, on the abortion topic, but, but as I was saying, I mean, like she was triggered by this couple in the back of her car that, that she was Ubering. Right. So as I'm listening to her, uh, and like, I mean, I mean, she's just unloading, she's unloading, bro. Men are this, why can't people be more, uh, more understanding? Why can't people have more, uh, uh, grace and, and, and allow the woman, uh, a choice, you know what I'm saying? A, a young girl, a choice and, and understand her situation. Right. And so as she's talking, uh, I'm challenging my own, right. My own views and bias and my own, um, you know, my mindset right towards abortion and my own thoughts towards abortion and the, 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 the laws and, you know, pro-life and I'm definitely still pro-life, but after listening to her go off on, on this man and it triggering something inside her, I was like, dang, you know, like, why does this keep on happening to me? Right. So of course, like, um, and like, I, I've known Angie for the last, probably the last six months, man. Like we've just talked, we haven't done anything. We, we, we just literally just talked off and on text here and there and that's it. But this morning, I was, I was listening to her. I was like, man, you know, like the, the subject of, of abortion and rape never came up in the past. Like, but with her being triggered, I was like, man, you know, like, like this is literally the, 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 the probably the eighth, ninth, tenth woman that I've come into contact with and I've met in my life that has experienced rape or, or, or molestation and, and haven't really given me a chance to, 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 to want to hear about it. Right. I've kind of been, uh, you know, kind of like her, her, her audience in a sense. Like it's crazy, man. It's crazy. Like I, I was married once, and my ex-wife, like she too, was um, molested and raped as, as a twelve-year-old as a girl, right? And it, it's called an acquaintance rape. Whenever someone in your family and your friends and your inner circle of your family is trusted, and they they you know abuse or, or take advantage of, of a sister or brother or cousin, and in her case, my ex-wife, um, you know, she was raped by her girlfriend. I'm sorry, she was, she was raped by her sister's boyfriend at the time. And then, of course, you know, her sister grew up and, and married that same boyfriend. And that boyfriend had a baby by her sister and so on and so forth. But in that same instance, right, you know, like, like I said, as a young girl, uh, my, my ex-wife, as a young girl, uh, her sister's, you know, boyfriend raped her as a 12-year-old. I was like, dang, you know, this is crazy. And so once again, right, <laughs> you know, and then, you know, I, I married my ex-wife, you know what I'm saying? Even though I knew she was, she was, raped, she was raped as a young girl, I, that didn't it didn't bother me. It didn't really, it didn't really impact me. I was like, well, you know, it, it's, it happened. It shouldn't have happened. Um, it happened to you and, and, and look how you've turned out. You know, you're stronger, you're beautiful, you're wiser, uh, you're a great mom, so on and so forth. Right. You know what I'm saying? She, my, my, my ex-wife was just a, a great person. So, but after today, you know, listening to, uh, Angie talk about, you know, her being raped by a rapist and having, an abortion. I was like, dang, you know, like this is this has happened to me a lot, where I, I've I've met a young lady, <clears throat> uh, or a acquaintance, or, or a girlfriend, or opposite sex, and they've experienced this, and I'm like, man, Lord, why does this keep on happening to me? So I was like, man, you know, I, I there has to be a way to 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 communicate this because, like I said, I mean, I don't I don't mean just saying, okay, man, there's there's something wrong with our culture. There's something wrong in our, in our in our society. I get it, right? But if you're honest, man, like like one out of three women are are are, are abused. One, one out of three girls are are sexually abused or her or her or, or harassed or um uh, touched inappropriately. One out of three. So that that's roughly thirty three point three percent chances, right? One out of three. 
are going to experience between the age of six, seven, eight to, to 12, right? So six to 12 years old or, or, or younger. So uh, it's a common thing. And I, I'm, not, I'm not saying, oh, woe is me and, oh, I feel sorry for myself. No, but I, I do wonder, like, man, you know, like I, I literally keep on meeting even, even my, my ex-girlfriend, ex-wife, uh, like I said, Jessica in college, Angie now. Uh, I have a close, close buddy of mine as well. I mean, she's experienced uh, being touched inappropriately. And I'm like, dang, you know, I keep on bumping into these people, <laughs> right? And I keep on being attracted to these people. So I'm like, there must be something I'm meant to learn or meant to understand, right? Or, or meant to communicate maybe uh, to you as my listener, right? And, and I don't know what it is. I'm kind of piecing this, this together as I go. But it's, it's just literally dawned on me like, man, the last 10 women that I've come into contact with in the last 15 years of my life have experienced some sort of abuse, harassment, rape, molestation. It's a very, very unpleasant, very unsettling thing to experience and go through because it's, it's, a, it's a loss of control. Right. And I think I, I know without a doubt for my ex-wife. It was a, uh, in, you know, it was a, 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 a it was a control thing to so say, hey, you know, I'm not gonna let anyone control me or or take that f- take this from me. And I'm, I didn't understand what she meant at the time, but I understand now. So after you know, Angie had her little rant. She went off for like 15 minutes. She's like, hey, I'm sorry. I'm gonna go now. I'm gonna hang up. So and I knew at that time, okay, this is not about me. It's not personal. You know what I'm saying? Uh, she, she she needed a safe a safe place to to vent. So, so like that's my encouragement to you right now. If you've experienced what you've experienced, like I said, molestation, rape, rejection, uh, something taken from you, find a safe place to to talk about it. Find a safe place to vent. Right? You know what I'm saying? Allow the allow your listener a chance as well. Right? Uh, to say, hey, you know, I, I I can't really handle hearing about that right now, or I'm able to. Right? And and that's something that that I'm going to confront Angie about in a, in, a, in a loving, respectful way. Say, hey, you know, golly. You know, that was heavy, <laughs> that trigger moment. But the people are your true friends. They're your true, true friends. They'll respect you, right? And allow you to say what you have to say to them and vice versa. That way, moving forward, you can kind of like spoon feed each other, right? And, and take it slow. And like in, in times past, like I spent a lot of time and I'm going to now uh, spend time on finding a safe atmosphere. Okay, finding a safe person. Like I said, me and Angie, we've talked for the last three or four months off and on. And I know that like she, she doesn't trust people. She keeps her circle very, very small. Okay. Uh, she has a son. Her family is, is Nigerian African. So it's a lot of things that her culture doesn't, that doesn't acknowledge or represent, right. Or even, uh, like I said, acknowledge right? or accept. So, and her being as attractive and as beautiful as she is, uh, most men definitely see her as, as an object of, of appeal, of, a, of appeal, of, of, of object of affection, and including myself, I'm saying, like when when I first met her, I was like, "Hey, you know, man, golly, you're very attractive." But I'm like, "Well, I'm 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 so old fashioned. I'm so old school." I'm like, "Yeah, your attraction is great, but who you are under? Like, who are you beyond that, right?" And once she understood that I wasn't really just gonna just pursue sex, uh, intimacy, like so her her having a son, I'm like, I'm not I'm not gonna approach you like maybe you're used to, right? And once she, you know, like really. But was like okay, wow. Like he he's not he's not trying to come after me, and I'm like no, no, I'm, I'm not, I'm not. <laughs> that's not my mo, right? Once she understood that, she's like kind of like, like huh, right? You know what I'm saying? Okay, th- th- this guy prays, he reads the Bible, 
I, I don't judge her. You know what I'm saying? I don't agree with everything she does and vice versa. But, I mean, it's like, we, I, I'm like, hey, we're going to sharpen each other. You know what I'm saying? So, once I tell her about, you know, her trigger moment and how that unloading unloaded on me was very heavy, hopefully in the future, like, she'll say, okay, hey, you know, uh, now that I know the story that I shared about me being raped, it, it was true. It was real. It, it was justified to to express that. But as as you you are my listener, as my friend, I shall give you a choice to, hey, do you want to hear that right now? Can you handle hearing that right now? So it, it's an awareness because, like I said, she's unaware that 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 she's carrying that. Any woman, any friend you have or brother or cousin or, or buddy you have could be a guy friend who's carrying this weight of, of somebody that, that they experienced in their, in their childhood trauma of their past, you got to tell them, hey, I'm here for you. I'm not going anywhere, okay? But, you know, sometimes uh, your listener may not be ready to hear that. You see what I'm saying? So for me, I've heard it so much, right? I've heard women tell me, hey, I've been raped. I've been molested. I, I, I've been touching. The, I've heard it so much, right? Uh, um, I had a close, close, close friend of mine. Uh, she she would tell me, oh, you know, this is my story, and I'm like, no, that that's that that's part of your story. It, it doesn't make up who you are. Uh, it's an experience you experience. You're probably thinking, okay, Damon, that's very sense, that's very insensitive, that's that's very callous. I'm like, no, it's not. Um, and here's why I say that. Like, I, I've gone to jail. <laughs> I've gone to jail. Uh, I think 11 years ago for 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 fighting. That's not. That's not my story. That's part of my story. That's part of my my journey. It's not like, oh man, that that's my life story. I'm like, no, it's not. Um, that experience of being raped or uh, touching appropriately, yes, it, it was wrong. It shouldn't have happened, but it happened. But it was a a moment of time, right? Uh, in your journey, it's, it's it's like it's a page in the book or it's a chapter in the book. It's not your whole story. So once I confront Angie and say, hey, you know, gosh, um, I know what happened to you was traumatic, and hell on earth, and a lot of people can't understand. Aware that that letter or or, or the of that coat, but you got to be mindful. Of, okay, the person that I'm telling may not be listening or in a state of mind to where they can hear and understanding understand what I'm going through si- sincerely, right? And I, I know without a doubt, Angie did not take me in, 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 into consideration, and I'm going to address that with her in a, in a respectful, loving, calm manner. But at the same time, just back to the subject at hand on on, on myself, of figuring okay, like like you know, you are who you attract. I had a, my my brother told me it's probably ten years. He's like, hey, Damien, you are who you attract, and I'm like, I'm like, so I'm like, I'm like, dang, you know, if I am who I attract, and I keep on attracting women who've been sexually abused, raped, or molested, I keep on attracting that. I'm, I'm like, I'm, so I'm thinking, like, like, what what is it about me that attracts that, <laughs> right? So you might be one of the things to think things about yourself as well right now. Like, you know, why do you attract certain men in your life? Why do you attract certain women in your life? Why do you attract certain type of people, neighbors in your life, right? Or whatever, whatever, however you want to call it, positive, dysfunction, healthy, unhealthy, whatever it is. We have to learn and understand ourselves. So right now I have a a buddy of mine, uh, a mentor, and I'm going to pose this question to him and say, hey, you know what? This is what's happened to me over the last 15 years, man. I've attracted these women, over and over again, who who all have experienced childhood trauma, and who haven't really, most of them have worked through it, but at the same time, which is understandable, it makes them kind of pause, 
when it comes to opposite sex and to, to trust and open up, which which I I totally understand. But I, I want to understand like what what is it about me that attracts that? Because I'm not married, I don't have any kids. I've never experienced being raped or, or molested or, or touched inappropriately before as a young as a young kid or person or adult. I, I I don't know that. I have no firsthand experience, but I have, you know, ten years of experience indirectly of being in friendships, dating women, being married to a woman, uh, who've who've experienced that firsthand. So I kind of got a little bit of knowledge, but not too much. Now, like recently in the past, uh, I'm sorry, not recently, but in the past, I, I done two episodes on friendship, friendship part one and friendship part, fr- friendship part two, yeah, friendships, friendships, friendships. So sometimes your friendships are tested, <sighs> okay. So I know what with, with Angie when I tell her, hey, you know, um, telling me you know your story about you being raped and you being triggered was was totally out of your control, okay. But with that being out of control, you know, maybe next time, like, go light. You know what I'm saying? You're probably thinking, man, it's kind of hard to go light whenever you're being triggered. <clears throat> and I'm like, you're right. You're right. It's hard to 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 just not dump on a person whenever you're being triggered. Uh, someone triggers you, a, a scent triggers you, an action triggers you, a memory triggers you, a a photo a photograph triggers you. I, I don't know, man, how this works, okay? How each person is triggered differently. I had no idea that, like I said, that, that, that she was going to have that moment <clears throat> and unload on me the way she did. I had no idea. It doesn't change my friendship with her. It doesn't change my view of her. It, it doesn't change my relationship with her. It doesn't change anything. But it, it does uh, challenge me to say, okay, okay, Damon, you weren't ready for that. You see what I'm saying? Like, like you emotionally and spiritually, psychologically, like my mind was just not in that topic. Like I, I, I was listening to her with almost, with, almost with one ear because I was preoccupied, right? And she didn't know I was preoccupied. Uh, and, and as I'm saying, she's at work, you know, what I'm saying driving the Uber. So we're both preoccupied and, and that's where these, these moments of safety come in at safety. Like these people in your life, including you, you, you have to create a safe atmosphere for people. Like there must be a safe atmosphere for people. There must, and you must create it. And at the same time, challenge, like I'm going to challenge Angie Say, hey, you know, I'm creating a safe atmosphere, atmosphere, atmosphere for you. I need to know you are as well creating a safe atmosphere for, for me in case I get triggered or in case I get set off by something that I can come to you as well and talk to you about it, which I'm sure Angie will understand once she calms down, once I give her time to kind of <laughs> gather herself and, and get herself together. Because like I said, I'm, I'm, I am not a woman. I have no idea what a baby does to you. I have no idea what a pregnancy, the process of pregnancy does to a woman. I have no clue. I have no idea. And I, I don't dare assume to know an abortion, that process, the, the waiting, the scheduling. I have no idea. The family views and opinions and cultures, like I said, she, 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 she's Nigerian. She's African. You know what I'm saying? So I have no idea. But at the same time, what is my responsibility is to say, hey, you know, uh, if you can like take my day and my life and my awareness into consideration as best you can because like it's hard man like I, i've had moments where i've been triggered i've had moments where i, I i've gone from happy to sad uh happy to angry sad to angry sad to just joyful and, and bubbly i mean we've all been on those kind of you know roller coasters right and that person who's there just catches the 
the brunt of it. And in this instance, that's kind of what it was. And and she did not mean to do it. She didn't say she was sorry either, but, uh, <laughs> but it wasn't like that. You know what I'm saying? But she was aware. Okay. Dang. You know, I, I let, I showed him a side of me that, that I wasn't trying to show him. And, 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 and that's the, that's the tricky part whenever you're dealing with people, because you know he or she could ghost you, or he or she could leave now, or 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 not talk to you ever again. And you're like, damn, you know, crap. And, and we're all needing friends. We're all need, we're, we're all we all needing community. And I've already made up my mind that I'm I'm not gonna leave her. I'm 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 not gonna stop being her friend or her acquaintance and her and her and her and her buddy. Like it, it is what it is. You had a moment, but <laughs> you know, like that was some heavy that was some heavy stuff. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like that's heavy. That's that's very very heavy. So the, this person you're talking to, let him or her know. Hey, I've been triggered, man. I got some heavy stuff to tell you. Can you can you can you withstand it? It's now a good time because now might not be a bad time. Or hey, you know I, I gotta unload this. So you know once Angie unloaded on me, like I said, probably like like ten minutes. Once she got done, she realized she was like, oh crap. Like I did I I didn't mean to do that. And she felt bad because like, she knew, okay, dang, I mean, dang, this is like, you know, this, 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 this thing that happened to me just now had nothing to do with this person that I'm dumping on and venting on and letting have it. Because like I said, she was, she was in a sense talking to me as if I was that young man in that car having that conversation. And maybe some, 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 some views of her jet, her dad as well, projections of her dad, so on and so forth. But I, I was just listening being a safe ear, because I had no idea. <laughs> I had no idea that was going to happen. But I, I, I want you to be encouraged, man. I want myself to be encouraged. We got to be encouraged to, to just sometimes withstand those moments to where it's just unpleasant. It's difficult. It's stressful. I'm like, guys, like, why, why is he or she behaving this way? I don't want to put up with that. And you don't have to. Or you can choose to continue but just set a boundary. Say, hey, you know, if you get triggered, hey, it happens. We'll deal with it. But, hey, please, when you get triggered, if you can, as best you can, as best you can, if you can, just just slowly, like, take the other person who's listening to you into consideration. Take their day into consideration. Take their mind and their heart where they could be as best you can. It might be impossible, right? We, it might be impossible, when you know, once you get triggered by something. It might be impossible for you to, to take it in into consideration your friend you're talking to or your acquaintance or your mentor or your mom or your dad or your cousin or your neighbor, whoever you're talking to, it could be impossible for you to take his, his or her feelings into consideration. But my encouragement is for us to try, to try, to still to still have a moment to where you got to dump and unload but say, hey, you know, gosh, this is going to sound ugly. This might sound mean. Can you handle this? Or maybe, maybe I can give you a little bit now. But in, in this instance with Angie, I, I, I can tell, I know, okay, I'm like, man, she was not aware that, that I was listening, that I, I could hear the hurt and anger and pain. I'm like, I'm, I'm not a woman. I'm not a woman, so I, could, I, I couldn't and I still can't. So, that, so that's why it's so important. Um, the Bible talks about how younger men need to be coached and mentored by older men. It talks about how older older women need to coach and teach younger women, but 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 that's what we do, man. We're so hard headed and stubborn, and and she has been stubborn, so can I. That we'll pursue the opposite sex, thinking, 
oh, I'm going to be better. No, you're going to be better temporarily. You need an older woman to walk with you, talk with you. You need an older man to walk with you, talk with you through that trauma and that life experience. Now, like, you know, you got to keep in mind that, you know, I was in college. Uh... 2001, 2002 was my freshman year of college. It's 2021, it's going to be 2022, okay? So that's almost, almost over 15, 18 years ago. So this topic of abortion and rape, uh, sexual abuse, I mean, all this stuff, it's nothing new. Uh, I'm sure you know that, but it's nothing new. But, but I need to kind of go back and give that little, little bit of history of, of my time frame, um, you know, that I'm talking about. So uh, tonight, as I'm jogging and running past the local campus, uh, the, the, the Baylor University campus, um, I'm, I'm noticing that, that it's, it's, it's a group of women uh, sitting outside in front of the seminary. Okay, a group of women, probably, or students rather, um, you know, probably twelve young girls and maybe two, two or three young guys, uh, and um, you know, they're, they're 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 sitting down talking about you know the um, the abortion law, you know that that just passed. Uh, here in Texas. Um, so I'm, I'm going to try to break that down a little bit. Right. Uh, I mean, I, I'm not sure like where you are, where you stand. But uh, here in Texas, uh, Governor Greg, Greg, Greg Abbott, he signs into into law one of the nation's strictest abortion measures, banning procedures as early as six weeks into into a pregnancy. So um, with, with talking to Angie last night, Angie, she, she was up to date. Like, like she knew about this law. OK, and, and she I, I believe she agreed with it. Um, like I said, she was at work. She was driving Ubering. But um, she, she's like, you know, this law is kind of strict. <laughs> she's like, I'm not sure about six weeks. But, uh, you know, she, she agreed that there should be a time frame where a woman uh, and, and a man, you know, needs to make this decision. But more so uh, the woman. Like, let's be clear. This is it's her body. Angie was saying it's her body's her decision, right? So just to, to toss out to, to you a few statistics that I learned tonight from sitting down with the ladies, um, you know, on the Baylor campus in front of the seminary, uh, a few a few statistics uh, from from what she was saying about you know whenever an abortion is 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 prescribed or or, or, or considered, right? Um, there was a time where uh, some women were being paid to have an abortion. You know what I'm saying? Uh, certain certain early you know pregnancy centers or pregnancy centers in general right uh we're, we're paying women 600 bucks to have an abortion so like that's one statistic and those statistics is going to be in every abortion every decision uh from what the lady was saying at, at, at the campus it, it's always a man involved like she's like a hundred times out of a hundred like there's a man involved so this is why it's so important that that men have these conversations that men listen that fathers listen, uncles, cousins, brothers, right? Like men have to get involved in these conversations, and that's exactly what she was saying last. I'm um, sorry tonight, uh, as I'm listening to them have this conversation on the steps, you know, at the Biller campus, right? She's like, "There's always a man involved in, in, in an abortion. The woman never decides on her own. She, she never comes up with it on her own. Hey, I want to, I want to just have an abortion. No, there's always a man involved. So, so like that's a second statistic. A third um, a number is going to be. Uh, one in four women, uh, just in general, one out of four women will have a miscarriage. You know what I'm saying? So think about that, right? Uh, that's that's heavy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it, it's it's a fact. It's a number that you know, like we have to consider. And lastly, lastly, uh, this is what I thought was pretty interesting. She says, uh, oftentimes, you know, a woman will, will go to a pregnancy a preg- a, preg- a, preg- a pregnancy center, 
right? And, uh, you know, I guess kind of be exposed to certain things or be educated by certain things or maybe hear certain things, right? But, but what she was saying, uh, 90% of women who have an ultrasound, okay? This is pretty interesting. I thought this is very, very interesting. She said uh, 90% of women who have an ultrasound end up keeping the baby, right? I'm like, wow, 90%, okay? So, you know, obviously <laughs> that that's probably around the first trimester between, you know, six weeks, eight weeks. I, I'm not, like I said, I'm not a woman. I don't know. Okay. But, um, the abortion law, uh, here in Texas did come up in, in her conversation. And so she was asking, you know, the girls, you know, who are, who are being impacted today right now, like, you know, your daughter, it could be you right now, your niece, uh, your granddaughter, um, your, your goddaughter, right. You know, you know, someone who's, who's who, who can be impacted by this, by this uh, strict law uh, or rather the strict measure, abortion measure, banning pregnancy, banning the procedure as early as six weeks into a pregnancy. So um, I, I just think it's interesting how me and Angie had this conversation last night, which was uh, Wednesday. Right. And then the second night, tonight being Thursday, I'm having the same. I'm not I'm not having the conversation. I'm, I'm being asked to listen. Right. Because like, I, I pretty much volunteered to listen tonight to this discussion on the on the Baylor campus, sitting on the steps outside, it's humid and it was hot. But but this is this is a conversation that needs to have and happen more so and more 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 often than than not. Uh, I get that people might, might be frustrated, like who who wants to hear about it? But it's important, like to to expose these young girls and these young boys who are out here. Um, she also gave a a statistic about about day rape by men, like, which is, I'm, I'm a man, right, so she was saying 76% of men or boys, right, would, would, would be open to, to day rape, just, to just considering it and doing it, like, the, I'm like 76% of men, I'm like, dang, you know, like, that, 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 that's me, like, 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 I'm not, I, I've never done that, but I, I'm a man, <laughs> like, I'm, I'm a, I'm, I'm a male gender, so it's, 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 it's important to me that, that I confront other men, that I hold other, other men accountable, that I myself carry myself and I respect and honor and treat women right. And I don't look at a woman as a piece of meat or an object. She isn't. You know what I'm saying? So it's a lot. Uh, these topics, if you get time, man, please, um, you know, go to the Texas Tribune, right, and, and look up the Texas legislator uh, 2021. And like I said, Greg, Greg Abbott, he signs into law one of the nation's strictest abortion measures, banning procedures as early as six weeks into pregnancy, okay? So this this is important. This is kind of a huge thing. Uh, it's, it's not something that, you know, we should take lightly, okay? Like, it was, like I said, it was signed into law Wednesday, right? So, um, and it's also, like, I, I want to be crystal clear. Like I said, I'm just learning this myself, that, that, that this measure would prohibit in Texas abortions as early as six weeks before some women even know that they are pregnant. Right. And opens the door for almost any private citizen to sue abortion pr- 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 providers and others. So so back to Angie, I saw, I saw Angie last night, Angie, she's like, hey, you know, uh, when I was pregnant with my son, <laughs> I didn't even know I was pregnant. Right. And she said it was past, you know, that 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 uh, that six week time frame or eight week time. frame. She's like, I, I did not know. Like my body didn't. And she, she just didn't know. Now, now Angie is 20, 26, 27 today. But her son is so I'm, that that means she was probably 21, 22 whenever she had her son. So and, and what she was saying to me, she's like, Damon, you have to understand every woman's body is different. Every woman's body responds and reacts and 
it's just different. It, it's not the same for every woman. So she's like, man, there, there has to be, uh, she, she understands, like, like, like I said, she agrees that, that there, there should be a law in place. Uh, there, there, there should be, you know, guidelines and restrictions, right? But she's saying every woman's body is different. Right? And people need to be understanding of that, okay? Um, so I don't know, man. Um, it's, it's like I said, this is a very, very interesting topic. Uh, like I said, this Texas abortion law, you know, it, it took effect in September. I'm sorry. So, which is last month. I mean, this is October now. So, um, definitely, like I said, give yourself a chance to read and understand, uh, this Texas law, uh, take time out of your day. Uh, like I said, this is going to affect everybody. I, I don't care how old you are. I don't care if you're 60, 50, 30, 20, 10, 5. This is this is gonna affect all of us. So we we gotta need we got we gotta find a way to be in the know, uh, to, to kind of clue in right and wake up a little bit right to, to what's going on around us, and take and take these topics very seriously. I I I imagine you may not agree with everything, everything that I'm saying. I'm fine with that. Uh, you might say, okay, man, Damon, you don't know your stuff. I'm like, well, I don't. Like uh, I'm new. Uh, I'm not I'm not gonna say this. Oh, hey, I have all the answers. I don't. I, I've never gotten a woman pregnant. I've never had a baby. I don't have kids. I've never had an abortion. I've never raped anyone. Um, I guess in my family that I know of, uh, as far as uh, the, the men in my family have never raped a woman. So, or, or asked a woman to have an abortion that I know of, cause you got to understand like, like, these are very hush hush topics. People aren't going to just come out. Hey, guess what? Today's Friday. I'm going to have an abortion tomorrow. Like, come on. I mean, it's, it's going to be hidden. It's going to be kept secret. It's going to be kept private. These are very, very private matters. Okay. So I'm trying to, to just be honest with you and transparent that, Hey, I, I don't have the answers. I, I don't have um, the solutions, but I do have a suggestion, which is having the conversation like, and having it early and having it often and having it regularly and, and be understanding of each other, especially, like I said, the men, the men, <laughs> the men. Right. So you have a male counterpart in your life, uh, uncle, son, brother. They have a friend. This episode, please share it with them and uh, let's educate each other. Okay, guys, here we are. We've concluded another beautiful episode today. I want to thank you again for tuning in. Uh, I appreciate it. I value you. And I want, want just to remind you how amazing that you are. Call to action is simple, man. If you haven't subscribed, please subscribe right now. If you've got questions, comments, man, shoot me a text at 254-856-3298. Also, remember, very, very important, to gain access to subscriber-only episodes, you must have a monthly subscription. I'm going to repeat that. You must have a monthly subscription. So I care about you. I value you. And as I always say, man, if you want to go fast, go alone. But if you want to go far, we must go together. Have a safe week.